Welcome to the Woe Podcast about horses and horsemanship, where we get to talk horses. We're your hosts. I'm Renee Hare. And I'm John Hare. Thanks for listening and sharing our horsemanship journey. Rancho Rio Equestrian Center here in Bakersfield hosted an introduction to Cowboy Dressage Clinic with Dave Ellis at their facility here in Bakersfield. Our friend Judy Burns invited us to check it out. I had met Dave a few years back at the Horseman's Reunion in Paso Robles and knew he was a six-star Pirelli certified instructor. Dave is a local boy who grew up in nearby Taft and now has a ranch up in Porterville. Dave and I have been trying to manipulate our schedules so we could come up and see his ranch. But with the weather, fires, and travel, we just haven't gotten it done. This clinic seemed like a good enough fit. John and I had experience working at Quotation a few years ago and thought this clinic would be fun. We were only auditing the course, but sometimes when we're recording and taking photos, we get more out of it this way. Dave began the clinic with a brief history of cowboy dressage and how it was started by Eitan Beth Halakami. There's a link in the show notes to cowboydressageworld.com and you can check out their information and videos. Cowboy dressage is quite a bit different than working equitation and western dressage. It's an interesting difference in that with the, the cowboy dressage is much more casual, relaxed. You are allowed to go off course. They ring a bell, they get you back to your last correct spot, and then continue on. I think in both working equitation and western dressage, that's a pretty big penalty. Cowboy dressage riders also get to have a collar to help them negotiate the test. It's uh, much like square dancing, it reminded me of. (laughs) On horseback. (laughs) And it doesn't mean that you won't go off course, but it helps. It might sound a little like this. Where you walk into eight, you hang a hard right and walk out at a 90 degree angle. So he would say from, what's back there, P, he would say P8S, broken arrow at 8 to R. Now, if you think about it, he just told you exactly what to do. You're going to ride from P. You're looking at 8, focusing on S. Doing your best to walk. In this case, we're walking in what? A straight line. You're walking in a straight line. But at 8, he says, broken arrow. That means you're going to make a 90-degree turn. The only one he asked of all the tasks that has a 90 degree turn is that one called the broken arrow. So if I were walking in here, right here, I'd move my hind quarter and I'd head out to R. And while it sounds more complicated than it looks, it brings up this success tip from Dave. Halt at M. Now, back to Y, through the cones. So we start backing. I look where the cones are, ask his hip to step over, ask his hip to step over. I look around here to where I'm going to be going, ask his hip to step over, and we stop the Y. Look down my stirrup, and what do I see? Y. Think about this for a bit. This To succeed at this contest of cowboy dressage, you have to have a good, strong focus. You have to know where you're going. You have to be able to detect when am I going to get there and what am I going to do when I get there. Am I going to change gates at Y? Am I going to halt at Y? Those of you who wish to lope, 
another task will say between Y and I haven't warmed him up yet. We'll see what happens. Between Y and M, working lope right lead to B. Everybody see B as in boy. At B, 20 meter circle right, working lope. Follow me, so I'll pick up a, I'll maintain my lope at B, pick up a 20 meter circle to the right, and it will say ground poles on your left. Then it's going to say at B, 10 meter circle right, working jog through the box. The morning session lasted about 90 minutes on a cool January morning here in California. The participants were getting a lot out of it. During a break, we caught up with Dave for more information about cowboy dressage. It is a fascinating story of the evolution of a sport. Well, originally, Aton, as his primary education came from the Spanish school of riding. So he really likes Spanish-type horses and that style of horsemanship. Even though he's doing dressage, he's not doing dressage like German or English, right, English. Then he wanted to be a cowboy, and he comes over here, and he sees that this vaquero-style riding fits right into a Spanish-style riding, but it's still cowboy work. So all of his preliminary ex exhibitions were done with just freestyle riding where he had this nice Morgan stallion and he's got his head and the horse does all these wonderful western maneuvers with class and style. There's, there's nothing wrong with class and style. Right? Well, so then people wanted to learn about it so he put together this little club you know called cowboy dressage and he was so proud of himself he joined it with a handshake no money will ever be passed back and forth you know just come and i'll help you with you like this a few years go by and somebody comes up with well how about we just test these people we got to have some way to test them if they want to everybody wants to succeed from one level to another we got to have some way he said, I blinked, and all of a sudden there's a competition. <laughs> and now when everybody thinks about cowboy dressage, they think about the competition. Right. He said, he said that's the last thing that I wanted to have. I just wanted people with a cowboy hat. You know, I wanted to see cowboys riding, you know, classically. You know, he says, now he had the competition. Well, once that happened, now everybody's glomming on to his club to beat the band. So, of course, now there's an entry fee. Now, of course, there's annual fees. Now, now it's uh, like a business. You know, it's just like us. It's like Pat Pirelli. It's exactly like Pirelli Natural Horsemanship was in the late 90s. Once it got big enough that you had to monitor something, right? then you better be paying attention to what's going on, you know, as far as what people are saying. Are you allowed to say that? Who are you? How can you talk? So, are exactly. you in my club or are you not? You know how that right, goes. And right. So, things change. So that's what's going on now. And what do you think the most important aspects, if someone wants to compete in cowboy dressage, what do you think they need to have the basics of their horse? They, they need to be able to walk and trot on command. Okay. Walk, trot, speed up or trot, walk, stop, walk, walk, stop on command. By on command, I mean they need to have a good understanding of when I ask my horse to think about stopping. Is it two strides before he stops? Does he stop on the next stride? So they know when to ask the question so that... It, it, Everything begins and ends 
at these markers. Right. Mm -hmm. So that Aton says, I, I don't really care. I don't want collection, and I don't want all the things that Western dressage likes, which is dressage with a cowboy hat. He said, I, I don't really want that, but I want them to be able to comfortably lope off or trot off, you know, when they ask, and right. they know enough about their horse that they ask, so it happens at a particular spot. That's what he'd like to have. And then if you're going to start evaluating folks, which is what a competition is, like right, it or not, right. then you got to sit back and say, well, what style did you leave at? You know, if right. it's a working jog, did your horse kind of gather himself up a little bit, not go vertical, not be collected, but have a little, like in my Vercaro stuff, self-carriage. Right. His head can still be down. He still can be loose. He doesn't have, everybody does not have to do it Spanish style like Aton and I like. You can have a reining horse. Right. I mean, with yeah. his head down there, even with his withers, it's perfectly okay so long as he holds himself up on the working parts, relaxes and stretches out a little bit on the on the free parts. Well, looks like you got your participants back. We'll talk a little bit later right. after okay. your break. Thanks. Thanks. See you then. After the second session, Dave held a Q&A session. This is where we and he get to find out how much and of what the participants got out of the experience. Many people have heard of cowboy dressage. How about you, sir? What did you get out of this? I've heard of cowboy dressage. I've never seen it or seen a presentation or any videos and stuff, but I heard it's up and coming. It's been up and coming for some time. Yes. And my uh, BFF, Judy, told me to come out and watch it for a while. And I said, be more than happy to. You're never too old to learn something new. I enjoyed watching all the riders trying to accomplish the obstacles and obviously the direction you were giving them, the presentation. And uh, I thought they all did pretty well and challenged them, gave them a purpose for being out here and doing the maneuvers. I thought it was very interesting. Thank you very much. That's all it's meant to be. They take a look. If, you're, if it's your cup of tea, why didn't get in his sandbox and go have fun? And even I was called upon to offer what I had learned. There's something every good horseman can take away from participating in cowboy dressage. Yeah, I like I like the way that the course is set out as far as geometrically, the way you explained it, and then uh, I thought that advice about riding the parts, not the course, that oh. really pays off. Huh? Oh, it does, it does. Mm -hmm. Most every sport, quite honestly, but we, uh, us humans, we're such a direct line thinkers. God made us, you know, always looking for the goal, and boy, we got our mindset on something, oftentimes the forest disappears because of the trees. <laughs> so if we can find a way. To my favorite deal, let's practice the parts. Let's practice all the little components, and then when I get to town, let's see which components they put together. Right. You know, there'll always be something I didn't practice. That's just how it's supposed to go. Great. While Dave is a longtime Pirelli instructor, he explains that cowboy dressage is meant to be for everyone, not just those in the natural horsemanship world. Yeah. How about you, um, I'm kind of new to the natural horsemanship thing, but I'm working on lots of the stuff that I saw, and it's just neat to get to see where I could go with it mm -hmm. and actually get to use it. Right. I'm a natural horsemanship guy, so I think what I like to do fits this. This is not a natural horsemanship event. This is an event. This is, this is a something you do with your horse, whether you're a straight up ride horse or you got a Texas doggone crazy bit on your horse. It does not matter. 
All he cares about is does your horse make an effort to hold himself up and look prepared through the working gates? Does he relax and let himself string out without changing speed? Follow me through the free gates. So you can have any kind of, you can have Tinsley walking horses. You can have, he even has a gated horse special, special deal here. It seems like they're trying to open up the world of cowboy dressage to just about anybody who owns a horse and wants to improve their horsemanship. I agree. They have all the different levels of participation. And one of my primary reasons for enjoying cowboy dressage is that it allows anyone with a horse to participate in a discipline and actually work on improving horsemanship, not sacrificing the horsemanship in the pursuit of the of the activity. Finally, we got to share a moment with Dave after the clinic and get his assessment on what the participants got out of the course. And we took a look at the things all good horsemen need to work on to have a good relationship with their horse. This was essentially a beginner group it of was. participants. And what do you think as someone kind of entering this and they're uh, maybe a beginner level. What do you think is the most important thing for them to work on? Yeah, I'd, I'd like to see these folks be a little bit better about having, we'll say, more control over each end of their horse. I'm pretty big on that. If Like if you're stopping, you're controlling the front and the back at the same time. But I'd like to see them get a little bit better at asking the front to go left or right without the back saying, I got to do something also, and asking the back to go left and right without the front moving. And if they get a little bit better at that, then it's easy to pick up a curve and go in a curve, and it's easy to stop straight because the horse is not telling you, okay, but I've got to step here or okay but I've got to step there so to me control means not only can I get him to do it but will he not do it if I don't ask so if I'm talking to the front of my horse and I'm not talking to the back I'll do what my father used to say speak when spoken to right <laughs> so if I if I'm not talking to the back don't go doing anything in the back and and then we can work out how I can talk to the front and the back at the same time so I think if they all got better at that, then this would all fall into place really easy. Yeah, there are all kinds of little things. How is his head? And how is he soft in the mouth? And there are all kinds of other little things like that that start splitting hairs. But at this level, just being able to have reasonable control over each end right. is my favorite thing. <laughs> yes, it's yeah. a good thing to have mm -hmm. just those basic things mm -hmm. before you even go out into the ring and start doing that. Yes, that's exactly right. Exactly. And you can get skills, like I said, riding down the ethels. Right. You can ride along and say, at that sagebrush, I'm going to stop the front, walk the back end around, then walk the front end around and continue on to ethels like as if it just happened to be on your way, you know, mm -hmm. and you're not really drilling him or anything like that, and you'll be amazed how much better they we can all get. We stop and play a game called Simon Says. Oh, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> yep, same kind of a thing. Yep, that's right. Well, this has been a great experience. Thanks for inviting us out oh, here, thanks David. for coming. And, uh, is there anything else you want to add? No, sir. I'm just I was happy to be here, and Aton and I are good friends, and I have his permission to teach this with my style. And then if people want to get really slick, they can go take a 
they, they can take a lesson from a bona fide cowboy dressage certified <laughs> clinician. Right. Right now, I'm just an ambassador for him, you know, a roving ambassador. So I, I like to teach the cow, uh, tease and say, my cowboy version of this yeah. is, <laughs> and there's a lot of other nice things that you can get out of it. Well, you did a great job. It was very entertaining very watching you. And we learned a lot. Yes. Great. Yeah. Well, thanks. Thank you. My pleasure. And boy, that Dave is a very nice fellow and I think a really good instructor. The clinic was very entertaining. He moved it along quickly. Everybody got as much riding in as they wanted. The horses all were fairly well behaved. And he explained things real well and I would encourage anyone who wanted to, to take a, a clinic with him to, to do so. And as a matter of fact, Judy and Dave are planning to have more fundamental and advanced cowboy dressage clinics coming up here in the Bakersfield area. Those will be listed in the show notes and you can check that out at woepodcast.com. Well, that'll do it for this show. We want to thank Dave Ellis and Judy Burns and Rancho Rio Equestrian Center here in Bakersfield for inviting us out to have a look at cowboy dressage. Once again, I'll have all the links mentioned in this show at woepodcast.com. Use the Apple Podcast app to subscribe to the Woe Podcast and you'll never miss an episode. You can also subscribe on Google Play, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. They're all free. And all the podcasts are on woepodcast.com. The Woe Podcast is produced by John and Renee Hare. Thanks again for listening and sharing our podcast with your friends and riding buddies. Until next time, go have some fun with your horses. Bye-bye, everybody. I think there is an important concept in trying to improve at getting better at cowboy. <laughs>